All right, welcome back. I'm super excited to be here with you guys today. It is, we're just transitioning right now into summer here in Southern California. So, you know, things are getting brighter, it's getting hot, the weather is nice, everyone's starting to get out. And I notice a lot of people going on vacation and stuff like that. Normal summertime, summer vacation vibes. And so I really have been having this thought on my mind lately about the glory of being a business owner, an entrepreneur. There is definitely a, um, what do you call it? You know, kind of like, I want to say stigma, but the opposite of a stigma. There's this wonderful idea that being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, basically leads directly to just wealth and um, success. And yes, hard work, but you know, at a certain point, you are a six-figure, seven-figure, whatever figure earner that you desire to be. And um, although that can be very true, I think we focus, especially, I don't know about you guys, but lately I have been seeing a lot of entrepreneurs, especially people who are in the educator space, really push the idea that you need to work less so you can enjoy your life more. And if you're an entrepreneur, make sure you're setting boundaries. I'm one of those people definitely that really pushes setting boundaries, but I'm talking like a lot of people talking about how the hustle culture, you know, we need to cancel it. We need to, um, remember our families and our loved ones a lot of this mentality that like hustle is the enemy you know working hard and definitely overworking is not good for anyone but i've just been seeing it a lot lately and i'm definitely one of those people who pushes setting boundaries and knowing what your purpose is and not veering off from the track but um, i just really seen this theme lately be very prevalent on social media like i said especially in the coaching and the educator space a lot of people who are teaching classes or um who also own businesses and want to mentor people into doing the same thing i see a lot of people in my opinion it's like dangling a little piece of candy in front of a child right like in my opinion and and just hear me out i'm not saying anything bad about these people because like i said i'm one of those people who truly truly believes that you need to set boundaries and know where your limits are when it comes to your business because it's very easy when you love what you do to get wrapped up in what you're doing get so obsessed with what you're doing that you forget about everything else in life you forget about the reason why you're doing what you're doing so for a lot of people that's their family or um you know their kids or you know maybe it's a greater purpose like outside of your family it's you know maybe children around the world or less fortunate there's a million reasons why you could be starting a business and trying to make a change in the world um, only you know what your purpose is but i'm here today to really get down to the nitty-gritty about why it's very dangerous as um you know an entrepreneur to tell people and advertise and kind of market entrepreneurship as something where um you know you need to grind don't don't focus on grinding you know don't work so hard don't work too hard um i hope you guys are with me and you, you've been and i really you know i hope that i'm not the only one who's been noticing this trend because um it's really been heavy on my heart like i said i'm one of those people who believes in a lot of this stuff but there are limits there's definitely a time and a place and we have to be really careful especially with the platforms that we have social media is so powerful so the words that we say sometimes if we're not very clear about what we mean and how we mean it 
um, they can be perceived in many ways from our audience. We have no control over that, obviously, but it's kind of our responsibility um, as influencers, as business owners, entrepreneurs who utilize social media to grow our businesses. It's very, very important that we're be, that we are careful with the words that we use and the imagery that we use and um, the way that we try to express ourselves because um, like I said, I've seen a lot of videos lately trying to cancel this hustle culture, but I don't know about you guys, anyone who's listening to this, if you're either just starting a business or in the middle of it, or maybe you already had a business before, whatever the case may be, or whatever, even if you're not a business owner, um, there is a time and a place for grinding, for hustling. There really is. And um, I know I may get you know a lot of heat for, for saying this out loud, but I wouldn't, yes, now, if you follow me and you know about my, you know, my business, you know I own a salon, a training academy, in-person, an online academy, training coaching programs. I own a retail line of professional lash supplies that I sell. Um, I mean, so I have a lot of different things. I'm working on becoming a paid public speaker right now. So there are a lot of things that I do. I wear a lot of hats, more than the average person um, in my demographic anyways, that I'm aware of. So... I'm busy and I work hard, but I know my boundaries. And if you watch my social media and you watch my stories, you definitely see me enjoying life, hanging out with my my kids a lot. I try to make it to every soccer practice, every soccer game. Um, I try to attend Taekwondo as much as I can. I like to spend my mornings with my oldest daughter, if if possible. My little one, she sleeps in super late, so I there's no way I'm I'm waiting for her to get up in the morning. She gets up like at ten with her dad. Um, I try to go to dinner with my husband, not even just weekly, but I mean, multiple times throughout the week. We have lunch together a lot. We go on little mini vacations at least about once a month, if not more. Um, So I definitely believe in living your best life and enjoying the fruits of your labor. I really do believe in that and I push that. But, but, okay, but. As much as I love getting my nails done, I love taking my kids places and shopping and all that stuff, I really do love all those things. And I definitely think that um, there there's a time and a place for it. So when you're in the grind season of your business, when you're just starting out, it is 100% grind time. Like you should be obsessed with your business in the very beginning stages. Like there's no way that you're gonna start a business off and put in five to 10 hours a week or even 20 hours a week into a business and it's going to pay you like a real, you know, six figure career. It's just not possible. I'm not saying that, you know, you can't do services only 12 to 15 hours a week. If you, if that's what you're, the business you're in, um, is a service providing business. Um, and not make six figures. But what I'm saying is there's a lot more that goes into running a business than actually doing the thing. Whatever is the thing that people see, whatever it is you sell, whether you're selling your time, you're selling a product, whatever it is that you're selling, um, there's way more that goes into running a business than just that part of it, that physical, tangible part of it. So to say that, you know, guys, you know, being an entrepreneur, the way we glorify being an entrepreneur, 
um, we really have to be careful because there is a ton of grind that goes on behind the scenes for anyone who owns a successful business. So anyone who's out there, this is very common, like I said, especially in the educator and the coaching space, um, is people really trying to sell a dream to people, um, which I'm, again, I'm not bashing because like I said, being a business owner can be a dream come true if it's the life for you. If it's what you want, being an entrepreneur is absolutely a dream for me. I love it. I love the flexibility. Um, I don't mind the hard work. I like to hold myself accountable. Um, I'm just one of those people. I, that, that's good for me, but it's not for everyone. And it's definitely not for someone who doesn't have the time or energy um, or is not willing to take the time and make the energy um, to accomplish all these, you know, small goals that in turn eventually end up being this huge, you know, successful dream. Um, in my Instagram bio, you'll see that um, what my mission is, my statement that I'm, that what my purpose is with my business is to help people turn their side hustle into a success story. But that doesn't come with treating your job continuously as a side hustle. And that's something that I really, really, really want to stress. Like, Yes, you can totally have a side hustle that contributes to your family income and puts food on the table, you know, and is a supplemental form of revenue. Totally, you can do that. But just recognize it's always going to be just that. If you're only putting in, I mean, it's kind of like in college. I remember, I don't remember who told, what professor, I, I wish I could name them. But one of my first college professors told me uh, that um, in college, you, you know, I think most classes are, um, I think it's about three hours a week. It's usually about an hour and a half each, I think. Um, so if your class is three hours a week, that should not be the only time that you're absorbing information on that subject. If you want to do well in your field, you should be doubling. That's what he said, doubling the hours that you put in in class at home. So if you have a three hour a week class, you should be putting in six hours a week in studying. So if you have um, a class that's one hour you know a day and you have it twice a week two hours then you should be putting in four hours so that's just i mean i that really stuck with me over the years because it makes sense like you can't it's it's also similar to like the gym right losing weight um you have to be able to not just work out at the gym if you just go to the gym you know even if you go to the gym every single day seven days a week let's say you go to the gym seven days a week but you eat like shit at home and you don't drink water and you don't get a good night's rest you know what i mean like all of those other things factor in way more than just going to the gym if you eat pizza and french fries and drink beer uh every day but go to the gym for an hour a day that's not going to make a difference you might help your heart a little bit i guess but you're not really going to get real tangible you know noticeable results it's the same thing in business you cannot just take a lash class and do a lash client once or twice a week and expect to be you know in a year or two years or three years from now in the position of owning your own salon and you know, running your own training academy like me. I just graduated esthetician school three years ago. Not even three years ago. It's not even three years. Um, it's about. It's almost three years. But I, I graduated beauty school not even three years ago, and you know, I wouldn't be where I am today owning multiple six-figure businesses if I would have continued to just take clients on my couch like I was in the beginning here and there, traveling to people's houses here and there, charging forty bucks for makeup and never posting on social media. I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't done all of the things, you know, so many layers to my business 
um, that I developed over time. Mind you, I've been doing makeup since 2013. Uh, my husband has been a barber since before I met him. We've been together for over 10 years. So that tells you something. We have a combined experience in the beauty industry about 20 years together. So we both have learned a lot of lessons and that's really what i'm trying to stress here is that it takes time does it need to take you 20 years to get to where i am no absolutely not no if you apply yourself and you're strategic and intentional about every single step that you make absolutely not you can totally be making six figures in less than less than much less than three years absolutely i i know for a fact i've seen it happen but what i what i what it won't take is treating it like a side job i've made a post about that on instagram before talking about how you cannot treat something like a side job and expect it to pay you like a full-time career that's just not the way it works as much as i you know love to stress that you should work less and earn more too i definitely feel like that's the goal we have to be realistic and like i was saying earlier a lot of people again in the educator coaching training space will sell a dream to you that um, and really sell you on the feelings of you know work less earn more be with your family more you know um, make more money you're only making 20 dollars an hour right now you can be this and make a hundred dollars an hour if you just take my class you know and it's very very um it's very i hate to say it's not a lie because it is true even with lashes i make a hundred dollars an hour sometimes more doing lashes depending on the service so it's definitely a possibility but to say that you're gonna make that after like pretty much that that's the result it's a causation from one thing to the next meaning you take my class and you'll make a hundred dollars an hour and then even if you do like let's say you come out of school i know there's some educators who teach a little bit different philosophy than me when it comes to pricing right after taking a course there are some people who will say set your price and don't budge um you know if the industry standard for a full set of lashes is 250 dollars, charge 250 dollars and don't settle for anyone that's going to pay less there are people out there who will pay the price and you need to you know don't don't lessen yourself blah 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 definitely that is one philosophy and i'm not against it i'm there i am not um, saying that that's wrong all that I'm saying is that um, there's no guarantee that you're going to get a consistent clientele that way also on top of that let's be realistic so if the if the industry standard is $250 and the average full set takes about two hours you're averaging already well over $100 an hour in that case but when you first start you're not only taking two hours to do a full set of lashes whatever it is that you, whatever industry that you're in you are not a professional at selling or doing whatever it is that you do or sell right away it doesn't matter if you got took the most expensive course I don't care if you took the best class from the most well-renowned um, person in your industry they can only teach you so much. A lot of this comes with um, experience and you, you, you have to earn that. And that's something that I really, really hope that resonates with you after listening to this episode. Um, all of these things that I'm talking about, these come with from learning lessons, from making mistakes, like becoming this person who can make that much money and live a life where they work less but earn more um those type of things when it when it comes to owning a business only experience can teach first-hand experience is so necessary when it comes to being a successful entrepreneur i have invested tens of thousands of dollars 
into learning about how to run a business and how to be efficient at what I do, how to communicate effectively. There's so many layers to owning a business. It's as much as, you know, the old school mentality of, you know, um, having good customer service and a good product was the, the, you know, the formula to success. It's not that way anymore. There's so much more competition and excuse me. And I don't mean competition like you're in competition with each other. I mean competition like the literal form. There's a lot of people who do what you do. And now that we have social media, the internet access, um, everything's at our fingertips. We have way more um, exposure to things that we didn't before. So the reality is there is more competition. So you do have to work harder. It's not just good customer service and quality products anymore. You have to have skill sets involving learning how to run a business and um, how to cope with certain type of things like failures. It's really so many layers to it. And all of that comes with experience. You're not born with that. No one is born knowing how to run a successful business. And it really takes a lot of trial and error. There are ways to um, minimize your, you know, your mistakes and setbacks definitely you can mentor under somebody who's done exactly what it is that you want to do in the same field that you want to do it you can definitely go to college or take you know trade classes and learning a little bit more about the niche that you're in there's definitely ways to um, minimize the amount of um, I guess you could call them failures but the truth is you're gonna learn a lot more by um, doing it firsthand than just reading about something in a book so just be aware that you know you can pay all this money for college it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to equip you um for all of the things that you're going to experience as an entrepreneur so like i said back to the point of this episode is that although yes there is plenty of glory plenty to celebrate when it comes to being an entrepreneur a small business owner whatever it is that you want to call yourself um, there is a hell of a lot more grind. There is hands down more grinding involved than there is glory. In fact, in in my humble opinion, from my personal experience, professional experience, obviously, um, there is more problems that you have to overcome than there is praise that you get. And I'm gonna I'm gonna coin that I'm gonna <laughs> copyright that. There's way more you get way you get faced with way more problems in business than you do with praise. And I don't mean that you will never get praise. I'm not saying that your family will never be proud of you or your friends will never support you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that you're gonna get a lot of shit in your face. You're gonna be faced with a lot of problems, a lot of speed bumps, a lot of roadblocks on a regular basis. And you know, on the path to success, first of all, it's not linear. <laughs> it is not just a straight arrow, straight line from you know starting point to finish point definitely not um it's a bumpy road and not only that but it's very custom it's very individual like each person's idea of success and their achievements that they you know um desire is individual so your path to get there is going to be very different from someone else's and that's why it's so important that you know your purpose. I stress this in a lot of my coaching programs. I have an online coaching program. I have several, depending on you know what your business structure is like and what you're trying to achieve. In these programs, I, the number one foundational, I don't care what program it is, at what point in your business you are, my first foundational step in any of my programs is to always identify 
clarify your purpose. You need to know what your purpose is for your business or for whatever it is that you're doing. Because if you don't know why you're doing it and what benefit that you are providing to your audience or you know what have you, um, it, it can get very cloudy. Your path can get cloudy because you don't know where you're going. You don't always know how, it's not about knowing how to get there sometimes, you figure it out as you go but you need to know where you're going or at least have an idea, right? And it can totally change over time. My purpose has absolutely changed. It's totally transformed um, throughout the my journey and that's okay. But, you know, and it's gonna ha- cause setbacks. Definitely you're gonna have to sacrifice here and there in order to stay on track. But just remember that um, although all of that can be very scary, the truth is, change is scary change is uncomfortable humans are not accustomed to change as i mean anything any any huge major change that's uh, occurred in history in the world has never been easy it was never pretty change always comes you know it comes scary and it comes full force but change is necessary to being an entrepreneur to being a successful business owner we need to change things about our lives because when you don't change things about your life, what happens? Your life doesn't change, right? So this is why you know, I made that post that says, you know, when you risk nothing, you risk everything because it's true. The biggest risk you can ever take in life is never taking any at all. That's 100% true. Mark Zuckerberg, got to give him the credit for that because that really is impactful. I know it's scary to um, invest everything sometimes you're you're investing your life savings and a lot of your time sometimes you're sacrificing a lot of your children's childhood you're you know busy working and grinding that is part of it i would be lying to you if i said that i got to where i am today simply by working now yes i only work two days a week i only do services wednesdays and fridays from 10 to 3 and um, occasional Saturday mornings, very seldomly. I teach classes once or possibly twice a month on a Saturday. So I work physically, right? Providing services, teaching classes. Um, Probably about, if I had to guess, okay, five hours twice a week, that's 10 hours. Plus I teach an eight hour class every now and then, that's 40, I'm sorry, I'm doing some math here. I probably work, I work less than a hundred hours a month between all of my businesses physically providing services right that's less than half time so I don't actually provide services full-time but I am working around the clock don't let that fool you if you have ever seen my post talking about how it's my day off or you know seeing me go to lunch and seeing me do these things in around town just know that I am working even when I'm not working if that makes sense I never want to be deceitful and make you guys think that I just sit around and make TikToks all day. Although that is a job, that's not where I am right now. And that's not necessarily a goal of mine either. Um, I work all day, every day. I'm working around the clock. I'm working when I'm not working. And so there are seasons for this. And that's what I'm getting at. This is not how it's going to be forever. It's not how I desire for it to be forever. I don't have desires to be a billionaire. I I, I want to have a comfortable life, but I'm not interested in making, you know, that many that that much income to be completely honest. I'm comfortable with a lot less than that. I just want to be happy. That's what six, being successful is, it's being happy. But just know that in order to get to that level of success, of happiness, of accomplishments, it takes 
grinding it takes sleepless nights it takes sacrificing and not you know not eating out yeah we go on vacation go out to eat all the time now but let me tell you for about i mean for many for several years it was not that way i could count on one hand before i before i went to beauty school so that was three years ago which means my husband and i had been together for eight years i could count on one on one hand how many times my husband and i went on vacation that is not an exaggeration. Three years ago, my husband and I did not go on vacation. Three years ago, when my husband, when I worked at the DMV and my husband owned a barbershop, I, we did not go out to eat. We ate at home every day. We were not eating out every day, let alone for every meal like we do now. We were not going on vacations once a month. We were not going on mini vacations every other weekend. We were literally, I mean, we lived okay. We lived comfortably. We definitely weren't hurting. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, quit my job and go to beauty school. But we were not in the position that we are today. And it hasn't always been that way. And let me tell you, if you've listened to any of my other podcasts or our YouTube channel, you definitely know the stories, you know, that I've told about the very early stages of my business. When I first went to beauty school, I was pregnant with my youngest daughter. I had no job. I had no zero form of income. No unemployment, no nothing. I had nothing. I had makeup that I did here and there on the weekends. At the time, I couldn't really do too, take too many makeup jobs because a lot of weddings are on Saturdays, and I was in beauty school full-time on Saturdays, and a lot of people were not trying to come get their wedding makeup done at a beauty school. So um, I was working for free. If you don't know anything about beauty school, the way it works is you know you learn how to do stuff, you do the book, the theory, and then you um, do practical um, services, meaning you work in the spa or in the salon, whatever it is that you're learning and you do services essentially for free. The school gets paid. You don't, it's basically an internship. If you will, you do the work and you learn from higher ups. You learn from the senior class. You learn from the other teachers around and, um, you pretty much wing it and you learn a lot from firsthand experience. And that's a lot of beauty school. So this is, you know, this, this time for me went that five months that I was in beauty school pregnant. I start, I started my first day of beauty school. I was three months pregnant. Um, so I graduated eight months pregnant. I had, like I said, I had no job. I hadn't, I had, I would live off the tips that I would get. You, you do get tips in beauty school. Well, depending on school, ours did. So we would get tips and I would live off of that. So I, if I got $4, I was going to the liquor store and buying some chips and a drink to last for the rest of the day. Um, when I, if I got more, a little bit more money, I'd go buy a cheeseburger and fries from, you know, the burger joint across the street. I didn't have a ton of money, but I was blessed and I was privileged enough to be able to be there. So I was always grateful. If you knew me in beauty school, I was always in tears with gratitude because I loved every moment of it, even though it was hard walking up and down those stairs, full blown pregnant, even though I had no money, even though I was driving to school with E on my tank of gas. Um, again, I'm not making any complaints and this is not a poor me. This is just 100% raw truth. Then I would mind you, I had, I also had a five-year-old who was in, um, kindergarten. So before going to beauty school in the mornings, I had to drop off my daughter, um, early in the morning at school. Poor thing had to sacrifice with me. I had to be at school in Ventura, which is a city away at 8 AM sharp, because if I didn't get there in time, then I was going to be late for school. And then I wouldn't get credit for that day. So 
I had to be there at eight, which means I needed to drop off my, my kid no later than 7.35, 7.40 at the latest if I hauled ass. So I was dropping my kid off at school at 7.30, even though class didn't start till eight o'clock. Half an hour she was having to sit there with a bunch of other kids whose parents were probably in a similar boat as me, didn't have anyone to watch their kids, take their kids to school. My husband was the main breadwinner. So as much as totally he could have dropped her off, the reality is he was going to work around 9, 10 a.m. and staying at work until very late at night so the last thing I wanted was to stress him out worrying how to, to, that he had to take her to school every morning um, so I you know we tried to work together as best as we could and that was what worked for us I had to be up anyways and be at school so it just worked better that way then when I got out of school at 2 30 I literally had to run to my car in order to make it hopefully in time to um, get to my car first because if I got to my car last after everyone else guess what I was waiting in that parking lot waiting to get out and I would hit a bunch of traffic afternoon three o'clock traffic and I could not do that because my daughter got out of school at three o'clock and I and it literally was the exact amount of time that I needed to get there so I was hauling ass to and from school every single day and then um, you know I missed pretty much that whole season of softball i miss all my daughter's saturday morning games i only was able to go to the evening games during the week it was so heartbreaking for me i grew up playing softball um i love being a mom i love being a softball mom i, I take pride in giving snacks and gifts and stuff to the rest of the team and participating being a team mom so having to miss that entire season with my daughter at the time my only child it was heartbreaking it, it really killed me because I, they didn't even always have nighttime games so i sometimes i'd miss that week's game it was it was so horrible and um you know i was away and then on sundays was my only day sunday and mondays were my only day off so those were the days that i was trying to make some money from home doing whatever services that i could and then when i got out of beauty school um again i had just i had a newborn right afterwards i was working from home at first i was doing lashes from my couch with a regular old lamp like not even like a lamp like a led light that you should be using it was just a straight up house standing lamp that i used to get as much light as i could i had my their head facing towards where um the light the natural light came in through my blinds it was so uncomfortable i'm sure i had a bunch of pillows i'd try to prop them up as best as i could but my I would have to do that literally around my husband's schedule. We've talked about this before, um, but if you're not aware, my husband owned a barbershop, like I said, he was the breadwinner, so he would be usually gone from about 9 a.m. till about 7, sometimes 8 p.m., cutting hair all day, and so I was you know, responsible for everything at home, and I was still trying to grow my business. I didn't want to invest that much time and energy and money into beauty school and not apply it when I got out. Even though it was difficult, guess what? I, if The only times I had to work was early mornings and late nights when my husband got home. That's what I did. So I had my amazing clients who loved me and supported me coming in at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., banging out whatever services I could get early in the morning before my husband went to work. And then at night, same thing, um, I would work when he got home. I would hope to God that he'd get home in time. If not, I was setting my daughter to watch TV. I don't know if anyone that's listening right now remembers these days, but back in 2018 when I first started lashing, um, I used to, I was pregnant again. I was full-blown pregnant working around my school schedule and everything. I used to kind of market myself as, since I was working from home and I had my daughter there, um, I would 
try to market towards other people who had kids around the age of my daughter and I would entice them by telling them they could bring their kid to my appointment. You know, I would set up toys and it, this is so funny. I don't think I've ever said this live on air before, but I used to pay my daughter, my five-year-old daughter, I used to pay her $5 if she would entertain that kid because the last thing I wanted was for my daughter to be, you know, not paying attention to them, watching TV, and then the kid be whining and then bugging their mom, which would ruin the appointment for me because I was still learning and I wasn't very steady with my hands. So I didn't want to risk that I, you know, wasn't going to do a good job or their mom wasn't going to have a good experience. And then, you know, she was never going to want to come back because she was going to say it was too much of a hassle. I really wanted it to be as serene and pleasant as possible for the client. So I would pay my kid five bucks to do her damnedest. I was like, give them fruit snacks, give them juice, give them whatever they want, watch whatever show they want to watch. Don't try to watch what you want to watch. Let them play with your toys. Like I basically like coaxed her into being my, um, my pacifier for these kids. And sometimes these people would bring two kids, three kids that were a lot smaller than my daughter, but she was such a trooper. Like she was amazing. I'm so blessed with the, with Haley. Like she's amazing. She, she helped me through that time because I had no other option, you know, and I could, didn't want to neglect my daughter and leave her alone. Sometimes full sets were taking me four to five hours and I wasn't making a lot of money off of those services at that time. So leaving my daughter to just sit there and watch TV by herself, really mom guilt really would kick in for me. So it made me feel a little bit better when I knew she had friends to play with and we'd just leave the door open, obviously. So if they're eating, you know, we could hear them. No one's choking or anything. We were, we were careful, responsible mom. Okay, but the point is, my point in telling you all this is it was never a clear, easy path for me. You might think it was, you might see my post now and see me, you know, chilling on Lake Havasu or hanging out in Vegas or getting hotels in, you know, Santa Barbara and all this stuff. You see all this side of my life that I share with you, but you know, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of photos of that grind season, that time where I was working, basically working from 5 a.m. till midnight every single day uh, because I was a mom in between, you know. The, I, I don't have a lot of pictures of that, and I wish I did. I wish I would have documented more of the hustle and the grind because that was honestly, I was grinding like that for honestly until just recently, until like honestly until basically the pandemic hit really basically until the pandemic hit i was grinding like that so the pandemic closed us down back in march i think um yeah that was when we just totally cut off march 2020 which means i was grinding hardcore for two eight twenty uh 2018 2019 and part of 2020 so for sure two years two freaking years of basically grinding it out hustling to the max barely sleeping um you know i gained a lot of weight if you guys don't know i did get a gastric sleeve surgery last year so i gained a lot of weight i had a lot of really unhealthy habits and i'm not trying to recommend this i'm not suggesting that you do what i did but what i'm telling you is it's okay it's totally fucking okay to grind for a while just know your limits know when you have reached certain goals this is why it's so important to have a business plan this is why it's important to know your purpose this is why it's important if you're lost and you don't know how to set these goals and how to execute them properly it's important to hire a mentor to join a coaching program if you don't go through that 
I don't think you ever really appreciate the fruits of your labor. I feel like if it was that simple and all you had to do was go to beauty school, get your license, then take a class and boom, voila, you're a six figure earner and you get to work only two, three days a week working part time and you make that much money. I don't feel like anyone would really appreciate it. In my opinion, I know that those those um, obstacles that I overcame, the adversity that I experienced throughout that entire time. Um, it really molded me to be the person that I am today. And it has a lot to do with why I'm so passionate about helping you guys learn from my mistakes and um, to help you guys in ways that I didn't have access to. So I just feel like as much as, yes, it's 100% true that you need to know your boundaries and set limits and have small goals for yourself um, because you need to know when it's time to chill. Like I said, it comes in seasons. This hustle, you know, this hustle, part of of owning a business and the grind grind time it should come in seasons it cannot be full force 150 percent all the time you definitely need to know your limits you need to know um, you need to set real tangible goals for yourself so that way when you achieve them you celebrate and you um you you experience gratitude and you're not just constantly hustling and grinding for more 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 you, you know you'll never be satisfied if you're like that you need to know what you're working towards so that way when you achieve those things and you accomplish them you can step back and like take a deep breath and like really experience it because what is the point in working this hard if we're not enjoying it so just know that when those seasons you know are in session yes it's grind season it's work time um you're gonna sacrifice you're gonna take risks it's gonna be uncomfortable but that's how you're gonna grow and that's when you know that you're in working in the right direction if you're comfortable if you're chilling all day every day i guarantee you it's a, only a matter of time before that runs out and you are no longer in a position where you're growing and as a business owner you need to always be growing that's why people are always preaching that you need to constantly be learning and investing in your career and in your education because you need to always be growing the moment you become stagnant the moment you start to settle and you just chill and you chill more than you work um i guarantee you you are on a very slippery slope you need to it doesn't mean that you need to have sleepless nights all year round i don't i have them i have short seasons of just grind time where i have projects that i'm working on and then i take a you know i take a little a little break i take a chill pill and i enjoy my family and i soak in all of the quality time and i do all the things that i love the fun things and i sleep in and i you know go out to eat and i do all those things and then it's back to grind time you know it comes in waves so just remember if you you know if if you don't set your own um limits yes you are going to overwork yourself and that is very unhealthy and it is very dangerous but anyone who tells you that you don't have to hustle to be successful anyone who tells you that you know all you have to do is just take this one quick pill and you get to have the life that you dream of um those people are they have an ulterior motive anyone who's telling you that we need to cancel the hustle mentality that's their I, I think their intentions can tend to be pure it's not so much that they're trying to manipulate you or take advantage but it comes from a place of fear a lot of times because they don't want you to make the same mistakes they made but the truth is the reason where that they are where they are 
is because of a lot of those mistakes they made. And it's your path. You need to also make the mistakes. It's wonderful to take advice and, you know, hear what wisdom people have, but you also need to recognize that, um, you have to go down that path yourself as well. You cannot listen to what everyone else says as Bible, because the thing is they don't live your life. They're not you. They haven't been through what you've been through. They're not going to go through what you're going to go through. So they can only give, um, their point of view. And that is valuable. Someone's point of view and their, you know, um, their advice is very valuable but just remember you have to take it with a grain of salt because this is your life it's your path it's your journey it's your business so it's your responsibility to go through things and not just try to avoid everything you can't go through life especially in business and try to avoid everything every you know possible crack on the floor you can't avoid every single um speed bump and roadblock that's going to come your way you have to go that's how you grow is you learn how to deal with them so i i really hope that you guys understand what my message is here i'm not trying to bash anyone who's telling you you know not to work so hard i'm not trying to call anyone out who is glorifying you know where they are in their business now and telling you that you know all you have to do is x y and z and you know blah blah blah. i'm not saying that they're bad people i'm just saying that um, a lot of times when you've accomplished a lot and you want to help other people sometimes we forget we we tend to forget about those grinding moments we tend you know we're so focused and we're so present in the you know where we are right now we forget where we started and it's not that we they are trying to um, take advantage of you all the time sometimes they are but that's not necessarily always what it is i just I just know that I definitely was caught up in that a little bit too, kind of just trying to get everyone to want to be an entrepreneur and selling the dream. But the truth is, um, the dream comes with a lot of sleepless nights in order to get to the dream. It took a lot of sacrifice, a lot of risk, a lot of, um, headaches, a lot of anxiety. I'm not going to lie to you. Like it was a lot of uphill. So, um, I just want to let you know that if you're going through it right now, you're just starting out or you're thinking of starting out. I don't want you to think that it's all rainbows and sunshine. It's supposed to be. So if you are experiencing, you know, um, struggles and you're going through it and you feel like you're alone because you see all these other people who have made it and it seems like it was such a clear linear path for them to get to success. I'm here to tell you that that's not true. And I'm here to tell you that it's 100% normal and it's actually expected that you are going to quote fail a lot um that's how you learn that's how you grow and um you should be grinding in the beginning and again if you are someone who's thinking of starting a business i also want you to know i'm not trying to scare you this isn't a this is not me trying to deter you from being an entrepreneur starting a business what i'm trying to do is be 100 percent authentic and realistic and completely transparent about what you are about to embark on yes it's going to be hard work yes you're going to cry a lot but my business would be nothing if it wasn't for the blood sweat and tears that i went through and um, endured in order to get here. And I'm never going to lie to you guys. know I'm 100% here to be honest with you. I want to be raw and real. So I'd be lying if I continued to, um, support a lot of these messages that are not 100%, um, honest, like they're not completely factual. Like I said, you, there really is no glory 
without the grind. And I hope that that resonated with you. I hope that you, again, understand my message and that you, um, if you were planning on being an entrepreneur, you feel a little bit more equipped. If you are in the midst of starting your small business and you have a startup that you're working on, um, I hope this helped you if you are feeling lost or you're feeling alone because you're not alone. It takes time, you'll get there. I'm here for you. Um, if you guys, you know, need anything ever, remember, you, you know, I'm only an email away. You can DM me on Instagram. Um, I do have a lot of free coaching offers on my website. I'll link it in the description box. Um, feel free to take advantage of those. Um, browse through the rest of my podcast. Look on my Instagram. I have a lot of helpful videos in my IGTV tab. I'm trying to be a resource as best as I can and to give you guys the real raw truth of when it comes to being a business owner. So thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I will talk to you guys soon. I have a lot of really cool episodes coming up. Super excited. See you later.